Welcome back to Talking Baseball for another TPP team profile and projection. And on today's episode, we are talking about your Chicago White Stockings, mm. AL Central Pest, Trevor Plouffe's favorite team in the AL Central, Jake's second. They are both sitting next to me as we do this. And uh, are we excited or what to talk about these guys? Who? I'm excited. Another off-season winning team, which you <laughs> you hate those teams. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, you can win the off-season, but who cares? That ain't that doesn't mean anything come March 28th. You know, it really means something if you win spring training. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. The we Marlins saw, are like 5-0 right now. We, <laughs> saw that, we saw that today. Book, book the ticket. Uh, the White Sox, as we said, had a fantastic off-season. They've been in a rebuild for a while. Uh, we've seen a lot of teams do the rebuild. The Cubs did it successfully. It took them like three to four years. The Astros did it successfully, uh, Asterix or whatever you want to say there. The Yankees did a really, kind of like a reboot type thing where they sold some pieces, and then in two years they were back. We've seen a lot of teams do this. The White Sox feels like they've been rebuilding, and it's actually taken the full five years to get there. They finally have the homegrown talent, That's and now they're sprinkling in the free agent signings. We had some big ones. This offseason, we had the biggest one, I think, is Grandal, who comes in, take over yes. the catcher position. You got Gio Gonzalez and Keiko. Dallas Keuchel. Edwin. I Edwin mean. Encarnacion. You got uh, C-Shack in the bullpen. You got a lot. And they didn't lose that many people. I got to say, they made some moves, but I don't know if they won the offseason. Now that we're talking about the moves and who they brought in, they a, made moves. A lot of people... Made a lot of moves this offseason. Yes. So who cares about that? They made moves. I'm happy for it. I like when moves. teams do that. When they didn't lose that many people. They lost Ivan uh, Nova. Uh, they lost Yalmer. And they lost John Jay. They didn't care about him anyway. They just brought him I in. I think uh, John Jay, friend of the pod, love him. Our, love our, John Jay. our biggest thing about the White Sox winning the offseason is that as a part of their rebuild, they wanted to sign big dudes. They were in they were on Harper and Machado. Well, well, well. That was reported. No, no, there wasn't. Their GM came out GM and came said out they offered more money for Machado. Yeah, he went to sleep thinking it they were going to get him. It doesn't matter what they say. Okay. We don't know what was really going on, and that happens a lot. Well, we, okay. We but know who the puppets are for these agents. We know there's some puppets for teams. I don't think we can sit here and say they were for sure all in on some of these Well, guys. let's, even if we're not for oh, sure, for sure, they were, A, they were in on them. B, <laughs> <laughs> B is that. I think for the White Sox, what they did this offseason is better for them. Like, I don't think sure. Manny Machado changed them. But I think when you bring in Grandal, Keuchel, who's the other pitcher they brought in? Gio. Gio. Uh, Edwin Encarnacion. Even on, you know, a one-year flyer seeing what Big Eddie's got left, I like that to fill out the roster rather than, hey, we got Machado. Like, I don't think that solved this team's problems. Do you know what their record was last year? What was their record, Trevor Plouffe? 72 and 89. It's bad. So we're talking, yeah, they made some moves. bad. Did they make enough moves? I think really what they're banking on is another leap forward. A Lucas Giolito-type leap. Your guy. My guy. If they can have a few of those guys jump like he did. Right. <laughs> Where, I mean, he became <laughs> yeah. a legitimate ace. That's a real jump. That's a jump. They need some more of those. They need a couple of the young guys to do that. They also, they locked up and bought out the arbitration of a lot of players. Yes. I love it. I think that it tells the players, like, hey, 
We love you. We want you around for the long haul. We believe you're going to be worth it. And they did it with, like, Aaron Bummer. They did it with – we've been doing this all offseason. They did it with a bunch of guys. Yes. That's got to be a good feeling as a player. Luis Robert. To yeah. Luis Robert. I mean, they did it with a bunch of the other guys that are already up. Uh, to, to tell – it, like, doubles down on the players. Like, hey, I like let's it. do this. I, I do like it, and I think players obviously like it. But I, I think more of what that signals is that's kind of the way that teams will start spending money in the future. And they're starting to do that already. They're you early take on chan- it, though, because they did it the last couple of years. You take chances with these guys. You pay them. You know, it's a lot of money. But in the grand scheme of things, like, you know, I always go back to the Acuna thing. They signed him to a seven-year, $100 million contract. And, you know, that's not – they didn't give any of these guys that. But, right. you know, what what they're trying to do is let's take a swing at three of these guys. And if we hit on one of them, we're going to save some money. Does it give players uh, security and a sense of – um, of them knowing a team wants them, yes, and I think that does help their performance. But I don't think they're doing this like we believe in these guys and we're going to be good to them and just give them some money. They're doing it because it's a smart business play. It's both, though. Well, where do I? I normally I'm, do being, I'm being real critical right now. And to that's start, fine. And I I do like what they've done. For I'm anyone who has to, no idea, I'm trying to. <laughs> Trav have played for the Twins and is very big in <laughs> Twins Nation. So that's not. That's, that's wow. not. No. Let's hey, when when, when 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 we that. talk about wow. AOE's teams, we say, hey, this is a Yankee fan, but I'm trying oh to dial it down God. a little bit. Yeah, but I you don't. can only dial it down so much, and that's fair. I don't have this like undying Twins fandom. I don't. Wow. I mean, I played yeah. for him. I mean, you still got juice you there. Still I, got I got juice there, no <laughs> doubt. But I'm just saying, like, the way teams are doing this because it's a smart business play for them. Yeah. Because yeah. if they let these guys, if they, you know. If but if you're Aaron Bummer, you're going to be excited about that. You are, and it's very hard to turn that down. Right. Okay, but you look at some of these deals, some of these guys do. I mean, Salvador Perez was excited about five years, $8 million. Probably didn't turn out too well for him. They ended up extending him, giving him the money. Right, but like that's a five smart years, play. eight million. Yes, with a bunch of options on top of it. They yeah. ended up paying him after the World Series, but that's it's a smart business play. John, yeah. I normally do my douchey. Well, when I look at this team, I got to start with the pitching. Where where are you with the White Sox? Where do you want to go, bro? Well, I like the pitching because of this. Last year, Ivan Nova started the most games for them, and then Ronaldo Lopez started the second most, and he wasn't that great. And Nova had a good stretch at one point in the second half, but then it, it failed. Giolito was obviously amazing, and then he got injured a little bit. The White Sox, Ivan Nova's not go- gone. Renato Lopez is pushed down to, like, the fifth starter. You got Giolito coming back. You got Keiko and Gonzalez, who couldn't find jobs last two years, last year, two years ago, last year, because they were attached to draft picks, which is so stupid. I like Keiko. He's a guy that like gives you a Keiko. chance to win every game. And a veteran on the staff. He was great last Giolito year. had no one to lean on yeah. as like a veteran in the rotation yes. with him. So I like Keiko and Gio for though. I, I've heard a lot of stories about Gio Gonzalez, and he's a really good dude and a really good teammate. Yes. And a good pitcher. So what they need, like, like if Giolito can be that stud number one, yeah. then Keiko and Gonzalez are good two threes. I like that. And, and all you need to do is get games out of them. Yeah, I don't, you know. Lucas, I don't think there's anywhere for him to go. Like he was so good last year, so you can't even project him to do better. I mean, hopefully you can, because I like him. I mean, yeah. he's a good, he's a buddy of mine. But he was so good that yeah. so you kind of have that. Like if you get that again, you're stoked. If you're the White Sox, like please, like let's just you're have a repeat. repeat. Yeah. Let's, let's have a repeat. <laughs> yeah, you know, you could you could say, hey, regress a little bit, and we'll still take that. Yeah, and I I'm looking at I'm looking at Geo's numbers. 
And I was going to say I like the Keiko move. Gio doesn't do anything for me. But now as I'm looking at his numbers, I mean, I, I knew he was a good pitcher, you know, in previous years. But, you know, he's been doing he's doing quite well, you know, pretty recently. If you want to get in a good online fight, bring up Gio Gonzalez because yeah. the analytics are fully against Gio. But I mean, they ha- I mean, I'm looking at some projections now. They got him projected for like a four ERA. That's and, pretty good and out of the guy you want to put in your three spot or four spot. And yeah, it's he's one of the guys where analytics doesn't fully click. Because guess what? Know what Gio Gonzalez knows how to pitch at the major league level because he's yeah. been doing it. We Same with Keuchel. Here's I, the thing: Do you want to see Gio Gonzalez match up against the Twins lineup? I don't. I don't. You're gonna have to. You're not interested. In you that know game. I, You know I love my Twins. Several times he's gonna have to do that. Uh, you know I love my Twins. Um, that Twins lineup, man. Um, and I guess uh, for me, the White Sox are all about their young guys because a dude, yeah. a dude we haven't mentioned yet is Dylan Cease. He got the call last year. He was bad, to be honest, but he's a big time prospect. Giolito, like you already mentioned, and then it starts pivoting to the young guys in the lineup. Eloy Jimenez is supposed to be the special dude. He showed us a little bit of that. Does he take the leap? Yon Moncada. Moncada had a huge le- year last year. I'm a big Moncada guy. I think he's. I think he's special. Um, I, I think there's a chance that you know that Red Sox, White Sox trade of Chris Sale. It's gonna be tough. Uh, it's yeah. gonna start looking a little different in a few years. Um, and then uh, th- there's a couple other guys. Kopech. He he was a huge Faced prospect. Him. Yeah, no, he's he's good. Huge prospect. He I think he had Tommy John. He'll be coming back at some point this year. Are you worried about having? <laughs> you worried about having two Geos on the team? Because Giolito's nickname is Gio. Gio Gonzalez's I'm name I'll is Gio. So this could this be confusing? This could maybe get confusing in the I clubhouse. I think there's Gio and then there's G Elite. E L I T E O. And which one is? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think uh, I think that uh, Lucas. Gilito, we'll just go by that from now on. Gilito, Gilito, the girl from Gilito, she's lovely. You like that? I don't like that. Okay. I, I think the biggest addition is Grandel. Yeah. Yes. You know, maybe the best catcher in baseball. Okay. Brand new batteries all around. New pitchers, new catcher. Yeah, and you know when I'm looking at the lineup now, there's a ton of young guys, and that's gonna be that's that makes me think the year could go one of two ways. You know, it could it could if they all take that step forward, they could be great. If right. they all kind of struggle a little bit, because it is hard. I mean, when you're young right. in the big leagues, it's hard. So if they, you know, have a few bad months and they just kind of snowball like that, you know, we could we could we could potentially see this White Sox team finish third in the Central. Yeah. And if you know, best case scenario, they're second. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna beat the Twins. They're not gonna take the AL Central from the Twins' hands. That's an inch. That's that's interesting. Everything would have to go right, and I think a lot of things would have to go wrong in Twins Land. Yes. I I think there is a world, but it's very slim, and it it would be those guys I just named being special. I mean, Luis Robert is supposed to be. Well, they are uh, special. These are good baseball players. But baseball's a really tough sport. Very Look at tough. And Moncada is the perfect example. His first yes. year, he came up. He looked terrible. Red Sox win the World Series, and everyone's saying, "Oh." You have prospects, and then Moncada comes back the next year, and he's like a two and a half WAR guy, and he looks good. Year after that, last year he's a five plus WAR guy, awesome. switch hitter. Um, I don't, I don't, I'm not worried about him at all. No, but Luis Robert, I yeah. mean, he could, he could come up this year and not be great because baseball's a really tough sport. Mazzara's the same way. Yeah, I've, I've got to see him play when I, I did spring training with Texas. I like what he's about. If he takes a step forward and can kind of start to handle lefties, which he's never done, um, I think they could, th- that would help them a ton. Yeah, there's a guy out there that. Um, 
could help them, and I think maybe will end up being on their team. Do you know who it is? Yaya? Yes, sir. Love that. Wild horse. Love Puig. Do you that know that we've been on this? Do you know? That was my that was my next conversation. You stole it from me. Well, that's I was, you, you guys were from me all week. You guys <laughs> were gonna stop talking, and I was gonna say, "Are we mad they haven't signed Puig yet?" I think uh, I don't I don't know what they're thinking there, and maybe Puig's like, uh, I got maybe he's weighing offers. He's not. I don't know what Yasiel whatsoever, but I think he'd like him. Uh, he could help that team. He could be insurance for Robert. Maybe he starts all the year. It. All of it. He can platoon with Mazzara, except he's not exactly a lefty killer. Right. His splits are pretty even. Even. So not exactly a platoon partner you're looking for, but he definitely fits into this lineup. But, I mean, even even if one injury, which will happen, I, I mean, you can juggle that so easily. And I agree. I think he's worthy of a 40-man spot. 26 guys in the roster this year. He can fit on this team. and it's. But with a guy like Yassiel... Is he going to be okay with that role? Is he okay with platooning? Is he okay with sitting on the bench for five days if someone gets hot? I don't know if he is. And, do you, yeah. and then if he's not, do you want that time. in the clubhouse? Yeah, that's a great point. But th- this, So speaking of the clubhouse and the dugout and all of it, okay. all the hangouts, yes, bullpen sir. too, Fine. I'll include it. Last year I said this a lot. The White Sox were the lo- one of the loosest teams in MLB. Mm-hmm. They were having so much fun. Yeah. They were giving each other shit. They were, ha- they were having a blast. And it played really well for the public perception and fans because they didn't have expectations. They were just supposed to be continuing to get better, and they were doing that. And I kept saying, I think the White Sox clubhouse is super fun, but if it's this fun in 2020 without taking another step up and really winning more games, the public perception is going to turn on them on a dime and be like, they're not serious. So this is kind of a make or – not make or break year – they need to be competitive th- this year. I don't think they need to get a playoff spot, but they need to be in the hunt come the end, or it will very much feel like, oh, my God, a bug just flew in my ear. It'll very much, uh, in the headphones, ah, they'll very much feel like. A bug in your ear. Yeah, a bug in your ear. That's what it'll feel like if they don't, <laughs> if they aren't competing. Yeah, I mean, look, I just, I'm not hating on them because I do like what they've done. I mean, it's taken years. I don't like that, like, I don't like the rebuilding thing. Right, but they did it, so now the window's coming for them. I just don't see a way into the playoffs for them. You got to win the AL Central. They're not going to win a wild card. I think the AL Central is a And they are not team going division. to beat the Twins. Take that from them. So, how excited can you be about the White Sox? I think you're excited for the future. You want to see these if guys take a, white, if you're a, a white, step forward. If you're a White Sox fan, you should be very excited because what they've had in the last couple yeah. of years versus what they had now, yes. they're well, yes. up and up and up. So I think if you're a White Sox fan, just like I said about the Blue Jays fan, it might the expectations aren't we're going to go make the playoffs and uh, you know win a ton, but the expectations will be, hey, we're going to be fun. It's just going to be competitive. So I think you should be excited. Yeah, and I, uh, I'll say this because we're – we're trying to get them in the playoff hunt, and how does that happen? I think this is a team that if if they get off well and they get rolling a little bit, that a couple trades would make us like this team a lot more. We've we've talked about a couple of the pitchers that could potentially be moving. Um, you know, a, another solid arm in that rotation, another solid arm in that bullpen, if the lineup is doing its thing. I think we like this team a little more, maybe to give the Twins some run, but they're a little bit away. What do you got, Jim? 
Well, we only have one minute on the video, so if it cuts out on YouTube, you're just going to hear the audio and a freeze frame of us talking because we're not done yet. <laughs> we're not done. We're not done um, yet. We're not done yet. You know who came out hot last year? Who came out hot? Got everyone excited? Came Mariners. Out. Yeah. What happened? Yeah, but no one expected the Mariners to be good last year. Did like, people expect it? What's what's their yeah. projection? Where are we at? Uh, they're, they're, I think people are expecting the White Sox to be a competitive team. Over 500. The division is. I can see that. The division yeah. is. The, it is the only division in MLB with two losers. Okay. Yeah. Like going into the season, the Royals and the Tigers will not be good. Yeah. And I think the White Sox will join them. Who? Wow. The okay, so not, so, not join <laughs> them so look, in that in that deep end, but they're still in the shallow end of the pool. So check this out. So you select the, Cleveland a lot more than the White Sox. The ov- I do. The, okay. The over under is eighty and a half games. So it's right there. I know, yeah. It's right there. I, I, I'm going to take under. I, I don't think they get wow. to 500 this year. You know, the way they do it is if they sweep the series against the Royals and the Tigers. But who cares? Who, do, who does the AL Central play this year? Where do they go? I'm guessing know. the NL West. If they play the NL West, I have them as the over. <laughs> if they play uh, the NL East. Central or East, <laughs> I have them as the under. <laughs> Negative 124 run differential last year. It's bad. It's not good. That's bad. They didn't do a lot in the offseason. I think we, we mentioned the names. They got Grandel. Great. They did a lot. They got Keuchel. Keuchel and G are huge for that I like Keuchel, too, but I don't think he's going to elevate you to the playoffs. Give me the, the – I mean, he he's good, but they need more than that. Division's bad. They stay a little competitive. They had an Alex Cobb or a Chris Archer type. Oh, you want them to add. They're not going to add. I think they're adding. They will not add Dude, think about this season unless si- unless they are hot. They signed Yasmani Grandel, who is yeah, for as how as they, they play the NL West this season. I'm taking the over. I got him winning 82 games. You said he's arguably the best catcher in baseball. Yeah, That's I like a him. fair discussion. Keuchel is a, as a reliable guy in a rotation you're going to find. Wait. They've got so many young guys. They paid out Luis Robert. This team thinks they're competing, which I think is going to have them close enough to the wild card. Hey, spring Th- training, everyone thinks they're competing. Uh, not the Orioles, but <laughs> <laughs> we, we just saw that. Um, I think they're going to be close enough. I think Kenny Williams is still the GM there. He likes to make moves and be loud and competitive. How long do they sign ground off for? I think... Four years? Four years, something like that. I think they're banking on. Four for 75, something like that. I think they're banking on those middle two years. They got the Giants and the Padres on their schedule, as well as the Royals and the Tigers. I'm taking the over, barely, but I'm taking the over. See, like, And you know what? Yeah, but they got to steamroll those teams to do that. They got to win all the games. I want them to be rewarded is the thing. So I want, like, karma to work in their favor. I don't need them to make the playoffs, but I want them to have a winning season. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't That's know, fine. man. That's fine. I just can't wrap my head around them doing anything but playing 500 ball. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Fun fact. Lucas Giolito's mom was in the movie The Ring. Did you know that? I don't think I knew that, but I think that she does paintings. Did she play the girl? She. I don't think she played the girl. Hold not, because I was like an Asian girl. But Lucas... Was it? We... There's no video now. And I gotta look in the camera. But I was gonna look in the camera, right, right in there, and say, "Lucas, I love you." This guy's wow. a stud. His dad tweeted at me once. I got to see him work out, see him blossom into what he is. And the dungeon. Uh, the dungeon, baby. Dungeons produce a lot of a lot of athletes. I'd there. like to get down there. You know why? Why I'd like to get down there? <laughs> no. 
There was a good energy there. But, yeah, why would you have to get down there? <laughs> All, right. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for listening. Oh, that's it. That's the end of the show. Edwin Encarnacion, Go I White love Sox. You. Go White Sox. I, I love, love Edwin. I'm rooting for them. I am. I really am. I love you, Edwin. Can the end of these now just be everyone yelling? Trevor lied. He's not really <laughs> <laughs> He's a liar. <laughs> love you, Edwin.